Hoagie's Garage. Hey, first winter show of the year. Yeah, we're back doing the Husits thing, Tope. It's been fun races last night. Track, track had character. It, it it did, but it was fast. It was fast. It yep. was freaking fast. Would they have 22 410s under 11.0, I think? Oh, yeah, they were within like two tenths or one ten. I don't know. It was it was crazy. Yeah, and Austin was freaking, his time was incredible. 10.5 yep. or something like that. So, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, and, and then, not just change something, then Shaley Bade. Yeah, Shaley Bade that we had on the other day. I talked to her a little while there. She was all excited about the track. She called it a mini Knoxville. I said, well, it is an awful nice per place to be, however you want to say it. I mean, it's a really cool setup, but she called it a mini Knoxville. I just thought that was really neat. Yeah, absolutely. I, I never heard it called that before. <laughs> but. Absolutely. Well, as we did last year, we're going to do our best having, um, you know, the winners on from local shows. And so we're going to have Brandon Bosma. Um, Zach Olivier and um, Chase, Chase Randall, the quickest chicken. So Those are your three winners from Houston's last night. Absolutely. So when we come back, we'll have them on. Tobe, Houston Speedway. You know, I'm, I'm super excited for the season. Big season for Houston's. A lot bet. of races. Look it up. And and we're back. They, they are allowing us to interview all the winners, winners again. So we will of the weekly shows. We're not counting on the big shows. Yep, and we'll try and do that, you know, as early as we can, and get that out Monday if we can. Um, I know our podcast right now is Wednesday, but we'll try and get them out on Mondays if it works for the drivers. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah everybody sure. should check out Husits. Go to it if you're in the area. Watch it on Dirt Vision. Look up their schedule. It's every Sunday nights the regular shows, with exceptions here and there. Big events. High Bank Nationals, Silver Dollar Nationals. A lot of stuff going on. Pay attention, folks. All right, we're back at the garage with Brandon. Um, so, Brandon, tell us a little bit about last night. I mean, it was a great race for you. Yeah, it uh, it ended up everything kind of kind of worked out really well. Uh, of course, you know, drawing the one pill definitely, uh, definitely helps. That's for darn sure. <laughs> Good place to be the first night out. Yeah, well, first exactly. night at Houston's, I should say. Right, right. So, how, how does that work? I mean, explain to me where you have to finish in the heat, and then how do you get to redraw, or how does that work at Houston's? So, basically, last night, being as it was opening night, um, top, well, there's so there's four heats. Um, they redraw the top 12, so obviously, uh, I believe it was probably top four transfer to the feature, top three out of each heat race uh, went into the redraw. Um, so then we redrew from there and like I said, uh, luckily, uh, I don't, I don't ever personally draw because I am one of the worst drawers in the world. And, you got the, uh, you're saying you're kind of like David Gravel then. I think, uh, 68 out of seven years, 68 is the best that I've ever drawn, uh, <laughs> out of an opening draw. So yeah, I'm pretty awful, but, uh, Ryan Voss, uh, usually does my drawing for me. Usually that's pretty darn good for me. So. Uh, you might want to buy him an extra beer then after last night. <laughs> right. No kidding. So how will it go, like, in the future at Houston? So, uh, like, next week, um, being as I won, um, basically, uh, say I would make the invert. So basically I would have to 
um, you know, make if I would make top 12, the best I could start then will be 12th place uh, next week. So basically what they do is they do a three-week rolling average, point average. So if you have, you know, two crappy weeks in a row, you know, you're probably going to be starting towards the front. That's why, you know, if, if you see some cars that typically run mid-pack or towards the back, you know, if they finish in the top top three or four in the heat race, you know, depending on how many heat races there are, that's why they are starting up in the front is because of that. You know, I could okay. run, say, say sixth uh, first in the heat race, but, uh, you know, the best I'm probably going to start is probably going to be 12th place. So then you know? they, they you're, if I get this right there, they don't really do a redraw then. It's just assigned by your point average. Correct. Yep. From here, okay. Correct. From here on out, it'll be completely point average. Other than specials, specials will do redraws, sure. which I think there's probably only a couple, three, two, three of those. Okay. So. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yep. We're learning shit again, bud. Every hey, time we do this know, show, we learn something. We're informing the public. There we, there we go. There we go. Not just us, though. No. We, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll be lucky to remember it, but. If I ask you next week how that works, Brandon, just let me know then again, will you? Well, I'll I'll let you know that uh, that that's going to be the one I had had uh, last night. That's going to be the easiest one of the year, probably. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, I I'm trying to recall. There there wasn't a ton of cautions, but there was still a few in there that. I mean, I'm I'm guessing when you're out in the lead, maybe you'd prefer not to see those, or were you getting close to lap traffic and the cautions actually helped you? Yeah, I think uh, I think we had three cautions, if I remember correctly, and two of them kind of came at the correct time um, where I could see, you know, I was going to be in the lap traffic within the next couple laps. Um, they were kind of running around the bottom, so I really wasn't too worried about it. Um, you know, kind of like I said after the race, I was up on top, and I was pretty confident that uh, – you know, we were going to be able to get the job done up there. I didn't go down to the bottom at all. Um, you know, I watched the replay. It looked like there were quite a few cars down there, but I think the top was just going to be too dominant. So uh, basically, I just, you know, I, I just told myself to, to just take it easy and kind of maintain more or less. Yeah, yeah. How, how was the car set up last night? And do you do all the setup or who helps you out with that? Um, you know, the car was good. I can't say it was fantastic. Um, we switched to Schnee chassis here this year. So it's, it's been a, been kind of a learning curve so far, we've, but we've kind of got somewhat of a baseline down. Um, like I said, we, we could have been a lot better than what we were. And the best part is, is, um, you know, we talked about it after the feature on, on what we feel we could have done to make the car that much better. Um, Ryan Voss sets the car up for me, him and I, uh, you know, we, we talk back and forth. Um, basically he doesn't need to hardly talk to me anymore. I don't even hardly talk to him because, uh, we think so much alike. You guys still get along though, right? Even if you're not talking to each other all the time, okay. we, okay. Just the time. <laughs> we, we really don't have too many arguments because, you know, he's got so many laps that, you know, it's it just, I know what he's doing is more than likely probably going to be the answer. And you know what, if, if we swing and we miss, Hey, we know next time, um, you know, hey, let's probably not do that. I don't ever get too upset about that. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, with this real five deal, you, you don't ever get too crazy. Um, you, you know, you don't get too far away from your baseline, really. So, you know, you you don't miss out big time usually. Yeah, I had to chuck a little bit last night. He was on the push truck with us. And he's giving you hand signals as you come by. And he's just, he's taking his fists and he's opening his hands. 
Yep. And the wife well, was with me, and she's like, well, what is that supposed to mean? You know, we're just curious. Yep. I just want him to relax. He put such a death grip on the damn steering wheel. I just want him to let go of the steering wheel and relax for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I'll be honest with you. That's one of my, one of my biggest faults is I get myself kind of worked up and you know, that, that just comes with maturing as a driver. You know, I, I've really been going at this. This is probably my third or fourth really strong year of actually going hard at it. Um, and really, I'll be honest with you, my going hard at it compared to some of these guys really isn't even you know that hard you know you get i think uh vanderheiden i think they they raced 50 or 60 times last year i'm lucky if i get to do that in two three years (laughs) but no you know having ryan there it just it takes a lot off my plate you know i get to focus on driving um and that's that really really helps helps myself out and uh him and i we just we get along so well. We we see eye to eye, and and you know we just we agree upon everything. So um, you know I, I really owe a lot of my success that we've had the last couple of years to him. Yeah, that's awesome. What's what's the best part of racing at Houston's? Honestly, the competition. Because I mean, realistically, every every night, you know, you guys you guys see it night in night out. There is so many so many guys out there that really. Got, could win um you know especially when you get some of these guys that you know maybe they struggle for a couple weeks um then they start up front and you know say you're starting mid-pack it's it's hard to catch up to them um you know you've got like everybody says you got dusty ballinger you got john lamberts them guys have you know raced full time full 410 full time you know it's just they're, they're good then you've got you know the kids like vanderheide and and workmeister you know they race three nights a week they're gonna get good they're good already you know it's just there's there's a lot of good good cars that that race there week in and week out it, it's a tough class if you want to bet on who's going to win whether it's a quarter or a dollar or whatever it is it's it's tough to pick it, it absolutely is it absolutely is and you know some guys can can hit on it some nights and you know you think one guy is probably going to win and you know he might swing and miss that so it's just it's a it's a toss-up I will. I will say, Shaylee Blade last night. You know, we had her on our podcast the week before, but she ran outstanding for being the first time up there. Honestly, you guys, if if you get any of them eagle guys come up here, they they're they're going to be right there for the win. I mean, that racetrack. You go down there, and you know, I've been down there a handful of times, and I mean, it, it's it's nothing to to get your butt kicked down there. I mean, I think <laughs> those guys down there, they can honestly go anywhere in the country and. and So um, the season's early, and I mean you've been out a few times. So how's it been going so far this year for you? Um, the first few nights we really, really struggled. Like I said, with with switching to the new cars, um, you know they're they're not a lot different, but every car likes a little bit of something different. Yep. Um, so we we really struggled to get any drive out of them um, up until the feature at I ninety, uh, which would have been the race before last night. Um, you know, we went back into the notebook from a couple of years ago and, and threw something at it to, because honestly, I was kind of getting a little, little upset just because, you know, you, you go from being successful and, and being their competition to win every night to running towards the back. I mean, you kind of get frustrated, even if it's been a couple nights. Um, so we, we went to a different, different baseline and, and we hit on it. So, um, yeah, we kind of struggled, but now it's uh, obviously turned out pretty darn good. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. 
What's what's the plans this week? You know, with Memorial Day and everything else, what where are you all racing this week? So this week we plan on running Jackson on Friday, um, and then Houston's on Sunday, Monday. Uh, this year I was fortunate to, enough to pick up Whiffles Hybrids as a, a sponsor. So uh, I'm hoping we can finally get that uh, that uh, Whiffles Cup championship. I think we <laughs> we missed it by missed it by one point last year. My uh, my brother got married the first race that Jackson had, so we uh, we obviously were kind of out of contention there. I thought for sure we'd be out of it. Come down to last night, and uh, I think from what I calculated, service got us by by one point. But um, hopefully this year we can uh, we can get that. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's always a great yeah. goal. They always, Absolutely. They always say you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your relatives. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, I tried getting out of it because uh, it was just the, the night of his of rehearsal in the groom's supper, and I at least had to ask, and it didn't uh, it didn't go over very well in my chamber. <laughs> I think I think we've all been in that situation before, right? right ask, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah gotta okay. ask just because, right. just in case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, just give us your sponsors quick before we let you go. We better keep them out there, keep them happy. Yeah, no, I've got some uh, some fantastic spark partners. Like I said, Wiffles Hybrids, uh, Papik Motors, Tender Bison, uh, Fairmont Butcher Block, ICGC, uh, Kaiser Racing Wheels, Momentum Suspensions, uh, Myers Racing Engines, uh, Precision Race Dino down in Lincoln. I went down there last Friday, and them guys got uh, got my motor all tuned up for me. Um, Team Enterprises, you know, uh, like I said, I, I've just got a bunch of great partners. I know I'm forgetting some of them, but uh, you know, just just it's a big team effort. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, well, we wish you the the best this year, Brandon, and uh, congrats on last night. Yeah, and hopefully you uh, uh, have good success here Friday or Sunday, Monday. So sounds sounds great. Hopefully, I can uh, talk to you guys here again soon. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Brandon. See ya. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane, Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but, man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move till they wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, T-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T, South Dakota, it's Octane, Inc., 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with Zach Olivier. Did I do it right? Yeah, that's good. That's you're, good. You're good. All right. Yep. Good thing you told us how to say it. Yeah, because I would have definitely <laughs> said how to. So. Don't say it wrong now because yeah. you're doing it wrong next time. <laughs> well, it'll just be Zach from now on. There you go. Um, so let's just get into last night right away. Uh, you know, you had a great race. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, early in the year, you expect some kind of wet and uh, rough tracks, and that's exactly what it was. It, it got all the faith in the world in the Houston's uh, track prep crew. I think they're one of the best in the country, and I imagine they'll we'll have some uh, 
kind of wider, um, drier tracks throughout the year. That's really what I prefer. But yeah, a super fun night. Uh, anytime you end up uh, in Victory Lane, it's you know not not much to complain about. But um, just a little wet, a little rough, a little narrow. Um, all in all, a good night though. Yeah, absolutely. So the different cautions during the race did them help you, hurt you? What was your take on those? Um. Well, I think they pretty much all hurt me. Um, well, started sixth and got up to third pretty quickly. Um, the, the first caution that came out, I was in third, fourth, and um, sorry, my dog's being a little whiny. Um, the, fir- the, the first one, I kind of kind of hurt me because we were in third, and and on the restart, I, I didn't get a very good run. I I got above uh, Dan Jensen there and kind of ran out of room quickly and got into the backstretch wall a little bit. Made a mistake going into turn one after that, and next thing I know, I'm in like fifth place or something like that. Was able to able to battle back and and get back up to third, and, and then eventually the lead. Um, and then I I don't know exactly how big of a lead I had, but I, I felt pretty comfortable out front with six to go. There's a second caution, um, and that was fine. They they sent us green right away again, and I got a good jump on the restart. And same thing, another caution came out. And it was really that last one, man. It was seemed like forever. We, we ran like I don't know, seemed like ten or fifteen laps under caution, and and then finally we did go back green. But you know, I kind of feel like I'm I'm not a rookie anymore, but kind of getting closer to being a veteran. But even sometimes after I've been doing this for a while, sometimes you know, you start overthinking things when you have long cautions like that when you're out front they go to the top they go to the bottom who's behind you start thinking about all these things rather than just going out and running your line so that kind of started happening and and then when you're when you're out front like that sometimes the goal is just to not lose the race and you, you yep. just can't drive that way you've got to you've got to drive aggressive when you've got some heavy hitters behind you you know Corey and colby and matt and those guys you, you just can't take it easy it doesn't unless you got a five second lead um, you've got to hit every corner hard, and and after Matt passed me, it kind of little lit a bit of a fire under me, and and then I was able to battle back and really drive the way I was supposed to the last few laps. Yeah, I think that long caution. I think two cars were hooked together, weren't they? Is yeah. that is that the one that took kind of a long time? Yeah, yeah. I I think what happened there, and I'd have to talk to the guys to find out for sure, but they decided, uh, or they told us we were going green, and I was like halfway down the back stretch. So we had a very short window to get ready. I was actually surprised they called it that quickly. But my guess is somebody behind me didn't hear that we were going green. We hadn't oh. passed the flag man, so they could they didn't know we were going green. And, and whoever was in the back took off. And sure, just run them all, run into the back end. Of yeah, that, that that's my guess. Yeah. So how how good are those race receivers in your ear? I mean, do you guys? Here, good. I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, there, it seems like sometimes guys are not lining up right and stuff like that. So, I mean, can you guys hear really good or not? Yeah, there's a few elements here. Some tracks work better than others, and honestly, Houston's is is not one of the best. Um, they can sound kind of muffled. And uh, sometimes guys forget to turn their volume up all the way. I always turn my volume up to maximum. Um, and <laughs> maybe and, I can't hear anymore. Ask my wife. <laughs> some of the some of the head the earphones aren't very good. I've got a certain set I found that work a little better than others. Um, some of them you get kind of I don't know some static 
uh, in there. And then on top of that, you've simply got race car driver stubbornness on top of that. So no, really? This, yeah, oh, it happens. Look at us learning stuff. You know, Again, you've got the guys that protest their position. You know, they were maybe they passed a guy a lap ago, or they were close yep. coming to the line, and they think they should have that spot. So maybe they pretend that they didn't hear it, or whatever <laughs> the case is, and you end up all that happened. You know, the, the scores are going to go by whatever um, the system says, whatever yep. the computer system says, that's what they're going to go by. So it, the same thing never works. All it does is piss everybody off because you, you make a bunch of extra laps under, under caution. So, sure, yeah. uh, but it, uh, overall I can hear it pretty well. There are certain times I, I can hear him yell, yell caution. I, I usually know. And then once you let off the throttle and get those RPMs down, you can hear them a lot better, but it, they can be hard to hear too. I mean, I, I do understand why, why people struggle with them. Sure. So, you know, explain to me, so when the caution does come out, how far back do they go? Or how how do they decide which lap to use on, you know, where drivers are? Do you know exactly how that all works? It depends on the track. I think there's mainly three different ways to do it. It's either the last lap the leader had passed um, the, the um, start-finish line. The last lap, most of over half of the pack had crossed the finish line. I think that's pretty hard to, to track. But um, if they say most of the cars that passed the finish line, that's the last completed lap, or it's everybody, you know, everybody other than possibly who caused the caution. Okay. Um, so it just, just depends on the track. Yeah, yeah. None of it's easy, I don't think. I don't want that job. <laughs> no, I agree. You know, as long as the rule is the same, as long as you can make it consistent, yep. I don't really care what the rule is. But yeah. it's got to be something that you can actually police and your officials have to be consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've said in the past, it's the same type of thing. I mean, this is going back when we played fast pitch softball. I didn't care if the ump called bad pitches as long as he did it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right, right. as long as you know the one below your always, knees is going to be a strike, yeah. you got to swing at it. Yeah. it you know, just yeah. not – as long as that's the same, it doesn't matter how it is, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Yep. So – Yep, that's exactly it. Did, did you have the car set up the way you wanted last night? And who who does set it up for you? Yeah, we tried something a little different. We worked with our shock builder, Bobby Harris, on uh, some different setup stuff. And, and we tried something – a little different than we've ever, you know, not not totally different. We've had a good car the last couple of years. The last three years have been very competitive. And we tried something, you know, maybe two or three percent different than anything else we'd ever done. And it did handle it did handle very well. Um, overall, I I was happy with the car. I, I mean, it's easy to say when you win, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty neutral. I could run the top. I could run the bottom. Uh, I was able to put it where I wanted to. No big complaints there. and We really didn't change anything all night. Uh, we do have one uh, steering issue of some sort. We I started cleaning the car up a little bit tonight and started taking things apart. Could make a couple changes there. Steering box maybe junk. and So make, it, make a few uh, uh, changes there, and hopefully it will be good for Rock Rapids Friday night. Changes so. and improvements for this coming weekend. Yeah, so, yeah. I think the the chassis setup itself will pretty much leave the same. Like I said, only having one night on it, you don't. I don't know a whole lot about it, but sure. uh, and Rock Rapids is quite a bit different. You know, it's it's flat. It tends to be a lot drier. Yep. And it's it's a big circle uh, compared to Houston. So the setup's going to change a little bit there, but 
we'll start with it uh, the way it is right now and see how she runs and make adjustments at the track if we need to. Yeah, about so. Um, for for you yourself, what what's the best part about racing at Houston's for you? I, I don't know. I I just love the place. I was you know I was looking at the stands there when we drove in yesterday and just remembering all the nights that I, I sat up there. Um, you know the you know the just the big races, the the just the quality of the facility is so nice, and the people that really do a good job taking care of the place. Um, and truthfully, if we weren't there racing, I would either be in the stands or I'd be at home watching it uh, yep. on Dirt Vision. And yep. so it's kind of one of those deals, you know, it's my time is getting harder and harder to come by with kids and a wife and kids sports and a career and dogs and vacations and everything else. <laughs> um, and I, I love all those things, but it's just one of those things that I'd like to, I'd like to do the Houston deal, you know, as long as we can, because sure. like I said, if, even if if we didn't have a race car, if I wasn't racing, I, I would still at least either be there or, or certainly be watching from home. Now, I'm I'm probably way off the wall here, and I'm gonna Uh-oh. shoot you know put my foot in my mouth. But here we go. You you, you said <laughs> wife. That's is that new? Yeah, yeah. We uh, oh we got married uh, December thirty first. So we've been married. I don't know. She's been with me for about five months now. And still going good. <laughs> yeah, things are great. Yeah, I haven't screwed nothing up yet. So, uh, no, we were we were friends in uh, kind of middle school and high school, and um, kind of both got married, and and things didn't work out, and we uh, years later reconnected and and kind of hit things off. She's actually a chiropractor, and she was she's been my chiropractor even since before we dated, and uh, yeah, we just started. We were actually really good friends for a long time, and. And, uh, yeah, one thing led to another, and, and uh, we dated for a couple of years, and we bought a house together uh, a little over a year ago, and, and uh, yeah, got married in, in December, so things that's are a, that's a cool things story. going really well. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's important to me. To me, it's important to be friends um, as much as anything, you know. You've got yeah. to like that person you're spending so much time with, and, and we, do, we do have a lot of fun. So That's awesome. That's awesome. What's uh What's the plans this week? Yeah, uh, Rocky Friday. Uh, we get, I think we've got three street stock races there throughout the season, and this is the first one, so pretty excited for that. And then uh, Houston Sunday, and, and that's about it. I think we're going to maybe stay home and do a little relaxing Saturday and, and uh, just race the two shows. And, and that's kind of the plan. You know, we've got, I think Houston has around 13 or 14 Sweet Sox shows for us. And then the series has got five shows, three at Rock Rapids, one at Raceway Park, one at Slate. And we'll do all those shows, maybe throw in Hartford a few times. And, and then we've got a, it's a brand new uh, 2022 Terminator stock car sitting in the garage. And it's just about ready. Uh, within a couple of days of having it ready to race, it's just finding the time to, to finish everything up. So we're looking at bringing that out sometime in the month of June. My dad might drive it once or twice, and then uh, hopefully I'll be able to run it a few times at different places around the area. And then we actually get to race the thing at Houston's, um during the week of Silver Dollar Nationals. I think it's the first first uh, show that week, that Wednesday night. Okay. They've got uh, 2,000 or 2,500 to win, something like that, stock car show. So really need to get the thing out a few times before that so we're prepared yep. for it get the bugs but, worked uh, out of it and get used to it but i think yeah 
I think Colby was saying something about he's he's gonna get Zach at uh, Rocky on Friday. Yeah, he's he's uh, it's. <laughs> I, I, I want to give Colby a hard time, but I, I don't have anything funny to say right now. Uh, truthfully, when I think of Rock Rapids, I, I do imagine. It, it certainly could come down to Colby Russ. Uh, he's been very good there. You know, we've been good there. He won the race there last year. I won the last two before that. So actually, in the last three years, I think Colby and I have won every street stock race there. Yeah. Um, so it certainly could come down to him or I, or or maybe best case scenario for the fans, it come down to him and I in a in a duel uh, at the end of it. So yeah. we'll see. A lot of things could happen. That, you know. The other guys I mentioned earlier, fast. They got these the new NFL one cars in our class, and they've been fast. Uh, Tracy Luska's run well down there too. So you never know. I mean, yeah. there's there's eight or ten guys that could pick up a win down there. But uh, yeah, if if we're gonna win at Rock Rapids, we've got to be Colby, no doubt about it. it. It'd be an interesting number to learn how many laps the Clawson family has at Rock Rapids between his dad and his uncle and brothers and cousins and what all else has been running there, but. It'd be a pretty yeah, big number. Millions. Yeah. Millions probably. So um, I I spent about a thousand laps there watching uh Colby's cousin uh Shane Clawson's rear yeah. bumper. Man, that guy beat me a lot there. <laughs> so so we don't keep you too long. We better we'll let you mention your sponsors quick before we let you go. Yeah, of course I forgot my list and my gear bag, but you know, I, I gotta thank my family and and uh, my dad, especially, he puts in so many hours in the shop, but I could, couldn't do it, wouldn't want to do it without him. So big thanks to him. And Flyboy Donuts have really, really stepped up and done a lot for us uh, this year. So if you get a, if you're ever in Sioux Falls and looking for a good breakfast, make sure you support them. Um, Jeremy Gibbs and Tim Gibbs help us a ton, too. And not just, I mean, the help in the pits and, and everything else. And my wife and kids and my mom and, and Peggy and, and uh, everybody else for letting us do it. Fawcett Cattle, Dance Pallets, um, Premium Dips and Hydrographics, Octane Inc., um, Gateway Lounge, uh, H&H Mobile Home Service. Uh, gosh, I think that's pretty close, ain't it? Uh, that's good enough for us. We wouldn't know it ever anyhow. <laughs> I got confused after Flyboy Donuts. I'm waiting to see some in the pit some yeah. night so I can stop over still one. <laughs> you know... I, I would like to do that, but I actually was, well, I was told once by a race promoter that I couldn't give out free donuts because then people would need the concession. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, don't know you can, can just, not, but. you can just do it for the push truck guys. There you go. Yeah. Not that I, we that push you very true. often, but you know how if, we are. Yeah. It's a bad day if you guys are pushing a street suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I could maybe slide a, slide a box of donuts into your cab and they probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> we won't tell them. All right. Well, Zach, thanks so much for coming on and, uh, you know, wish you the best the rest of the year. Yeah, thanks, you guys, for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, bud, tell me a little bit about TPR Carts. Well, Tobe, they're out in PA, and they make the best American-made pit carts, pit boxes, and self-lifting carts. They also have a bunch of parts for you and tools. But I also saw they just started their own powder coating. So now they do all their own in-house powder coating of their carts. Plus, they're willing to powder coat your own stuff. If you've got products of your own that you want to send to them, just ship it to them. They'll powder coat it, and they'll send it right back to you. Again, this is TPR Carts at tprcarts.com.
on Facebook at Tanner Phillip Racing, or just give Rich a call on his cell, 717-422-0866. Again, 717-422-0866. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with the final winner from Husets. We got, oh, pardon me, Chase Randall on the phone tonight. So, Chase, tell us a little bit about last night and how the race went for you. Sure, yeah. It was a, an all-around a good night last night. Uh, a lot of learning went into it our, for our first time at Houston's in the sprint car. Um, kind of took you know took the first practice session and qualifying just to, for me to get comfortable with the track and make a few small setup changes. But, you know, we were able to set a, a decent lap down and kind of get us in a good position for the night and uh, made some made some prog- good changes for the heat race to you know get the win in that. And sadly, we missed kind of missed the the redraw invert thing by one spot. But uh, towards like in the end, it kind of helped us out. I think with that big pile up on the on the front stretch of the first lap of the feature, yeah, kind of helped miss everything. So it kind of had a little a little luck on our side for the feature time early early to kind of put us in position for that. And um, just had a really good run in the feature. Um, just getting comfortable with with the racetrack and. And everything like that, and kind of ended up on the top step of the podium, which is cool. Yeah. So, with with the cautions and stuff, do you make changes in the car? What what kind of changes did you make? I mean, move the wing. Do you? What other things can you do in the car to help your, yourself out? Yeah, I was I was messing with the wing quite a bit actually in the feature time to try to figure out where I was the best and and kind of how I could run 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 the car. Um, the, the the cushion was pretty tricky. Um, last night with you no know, having so much water in the racetrack I felt like it wasn't like normal Houston's from no. watching it in the past um, so it was really tricky you know being up on the top and you you run, you run it really hard and the tire was grab into it because the cushion was so kind of grippy and had a lot of moisture in it um, so it was tricky your angles how you run and everything like that but it took me you know quite a bit just to try and figure out figure out the right lines and how I felt best yeah, um, but I was moving it back and forth and then the yellows kind of helped me regroup and bunch the field back up to kind of come up with a new game plan. Um, it was it was really tricky the first several laps, starting you know, you know third third or fourth row, um, everything gets strung out and the the laps were clicking off really quick, so it kind of helped bring back the field and, yep. and then kind of go go on that attack, because once it gets strung out like that, it's really hard to make ground and everything, especially in an open track. And then once we got once we got to second, I feel like I could I could really run down Matt, um, in, in cleaner. I felt I could get into rhythm and ran him down, and got by him in lap traffic for that first time. And then the yellow came out, so it kind of put us back. But I think it kind of helped me in the same way because it kind of it kind of got into his head maybe a little bit and and showed him that I was there. Because a couple laps later he made another mistake, and that's how I eventually got around him. Yeah, he bumped um, then, bumped up off the berm up there between one and two yeah it was it was really tricky um off exit exit of both corners you know if you hit if you hit it wrong you, i mean you could throw the, throw the front end the end of the wall so yeah. got yeah. had to hit it right and luckily you didn't have any any missteps for us yeah i can't hardly say anything because i mean i'm not racing it but it was even tough just to push when they'd have a red or we'd go out on the track the pickup would roll up to it because the track was wet and soft so it wouldn't just roll up. I'd have to step on the gas to get up to the guy's bumper, and I don't want to bang <laughs> into anybody. And I'm trying to be real careful. Until yeah, the track was just—it wasn't like you said your typical Houston's track that a person is used to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know. I haven't. I mean, I first time there in the spring car. I don't know if it kind of was better or not. I mean, it, it raced really nice. I felt like and and was was really you know fast all night, which is really cool. So yeah. I don't know if it'll be the same different weeks or if it, it'll probably change. I bet, and they'll probably learn from track crew will learn from each week but it was a good good opening night for for the year and and i think we're me and my dad were talking about it today um a fan mentioned to to me if i was coming back next week for the two-day show and i was like what are you talking about i had no idea there's a two-day show this coming week so i think we're gonna come back up and and just get more laughs and and enjoy the time at usitz well that's that sounds pretty awesome to us yeah (laughs) so how often are you planning on coming? Just certain nights, I mean, to get more laps in before the high banks, I'm assuming, or are you planning on running most well, of them? We were we were planning on, either way, we were planning on coming up for the opening night, no matter what, just to kind of throw our hat into the ring and get some laps there. Um, but after the success we had, we might come up a little bit more. We'll just see, because it's kind of tricky for us being in Knoxville full-time this year, yep. racing every, every Saturday here with our 360 car, and then having to get the, the 410 ready that like like that night and load it in the trailer leaving leaving around 9 nine thirty in the morning to drive five hours to usitz is is not i mean it's it's tough but it's doable but it's just yeah. how much you want to do that every week so yeah it's it's that well, my, it's that doable life on the road up. if you want to <laughs> yeah i mean how much of an outlaw do you want to be so yep. i don't know if we're gonna do it every weekend but we'll we'll probably make it up a few times before the high bank just to get laps for it sure and the five grand if you win don't hurt your getting up here no either. it doesn't hurt doesn't hurt too bad <laughs> <laughs> what um uh, real quick what was your take on what happened at the beginning i mean how did where did you go to avoid that or what what i mean did you stop what, <laughs> how, how did you avoid that pile up yeah so so like i said earlier with with starting kind of where i was in ninth i think kind of helped me to when that happened being a little farther back because i could kind of see it happen a little bit and then adjust, and then kind of just dodge from there. Um, but I mean, luckily, I was started to say ninth. Carrie Madison was in front of me. He got all over the berm coming off of four, so I could kind of went way underneath him going into one into one because I could get up next to him off of four. And then that's when, I, as soon as I got next to him, I saw cars just flipping high in the air and everything like that. So I didn't see exactly what happened at the sure. at that moment off the corner. Um, but when I watched the replay, it was just I. I think it was just cars coming up the track and down the track and yep. into that small straightaway. But it was—it's really hard to tell from the camera angle they they showed. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think it was just a racing deal, but I'm not really sure. If you search around enough, Either there's way. one camera angle. There was somebody filming from inside of the track, right at the entrance of one, filming down the front stretch as they were coming, and then that's a pretty good view of it. Mm-hmm. So. I uh, like I said, I haven't seen seen that. I only saw like the one from behind behind the flag stand, and it was yep. really hard to see. Yep. That. So, um, how is your? Think, I think that was just Usitz track. Yeah. Yep. You've been out, you know, quite a few races already this year, as far as you know. How's your season been going so far for you? Um, it's been it's been going pretty well. I mean, a little up and down, but we've been been having some some good runs. Haven't had the the results that we wanted, but we've been having a lot of speed. Um, got a couple 360 races in at Knoxville. Um, finished second both times with there, so we're we're making some, making some good point nights for you know for our championship run. And uh, have been had ran a 410 for two for the 2KS that first night there at yep. night. Finished fourth with that, which is really cool. And then ran this past Saturday in the Beaver Drill and Tool 12X, 
um, for the Veilhauers and their, their their return to Knoxville after you know almost almost twenty years, and uh, we made a lot of progress with that and finished eleventh. Um, but we've been doing doing pretty well with the high limit series, a lot of traveling with the four tens. Yep. This year and getting a lot of experience with them. Yeah, you've had and some bad luck. Just I started, mean, a couple times your car just quit weekend. on you. And... Yeah, I mean, start start on the pole this past past week at Wayne County. Yep. At such a big race like that, which was a lot of confidence boosters, and getting us, you know, giving us that sense of you know, we we're doing we're doing the right things. And um, but there's just a few more things we kind of fix up and a little more mistakes that I got to iron out. But I mean, we're right there and. Uh, we'll be. I mean, we're just gonna kind of take it as it comes, and and we'll get that win eventually. Yep. Yeah. What's you know? What's the best part for you coming to Houston? What What did you like the best besides the win? Um, besides, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got got the win, but I think I think the racing was really cool. I mean, people always tell me. I mean, you race at Knoxville to you know to to be well known and for all the people, but you go to Houston to become a racer. Um, and I think that was that was a cool thing to hear, and, and being at Houston for that was was really um, you know cool to see as a driver because you really get up on the wheel and you really think about kind of what you're gonna do two laps ahead because um, everything happens so quick and and, yep. and tight. Um, so it's kind of cool for for a different point of view, and then kind of just learning how to race like that on on that such small track and it was really tricky. But it was cool to see all the fans coming to the pits afterward, um, signing autographs and T-shirts was. It was nice to see all the fan experience, kind of like Knoxville's very similar, um, all the, all these bigger tracks, and it's, it's just cool to see like that for as a driver. So, um, so just you're gonna run Saturday then at Knoxville this year. I mean, your plans for this coming weekend? Yeah, so we've 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 looked at our schedule and we're gonna run Friday night at Jackson for the for the in the 360 for the MSTS race. Okay, I think it is. And then Saturday night we're going to be doing double duty at Knoxville again, in our our 360 and the 12x for the 410, and then come up to Houston on Sunday and Monday f- with our with our 410. Okay, well so you're going to be busy then. Busy week ahead. <laughs> That'll definitely keep you going. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I mean, oh. go ahead. Thought we lost you for a minute. Yeah, so I mean, start just starting in, get, getting into that you know that heavy racing season, so. It's good, good, good to be on a good roll going into that, and just excited to get all these races in. Yep. Yeah, that sounds outstanding. Um, I'll give you a chance to talk about your sponsors. Who are all your sponsors that support you? Sure. Yeah. And I mean, Bush's Chicken is you know that the main one. Like I think nothing for coming up for on the side of the car. Uh, Iron Wolf Ranch Distillery. Will Will down in Waco is a good good friend of ours, and Slips had a bunch this year. Um, Danny Mason with Easy Print from Australia um, has get, been getting us started this year, and we're really thankful for him. And he, him, and all of my Australian crew members are coming over for this year uh, for about a month or two before nationals time to hang out and and see us before we go back over in December for our, our big run down there. Well, that'll be fun. Um, I got to thank. I mean, I want to thank Garrett with Seaside Shocks. Um, he's been coming to a bunch of races this year um, with the high limits and all the 410 stuff. And he's been a big help getting us tuned in with with you Noah's know, trackside support, um, and it's been it's been really helpful. I'm um, having a guy like him there and talk about setups and different shock stuff like that. Yeah. Perfect. So just a quick question with that. So 
obviously maybe the motor is probably the biggest part of the car but what's the next biggest part is it the shocks is it the brake system is it what's what's kind of most important parts of the car i would say like a lot a lot more recently the shocks have been getting a lot more tech like a lot more technology involved with them and it's been a bit it's been a lot more of a, a bigger role with the setup and how the car feels and especially with a guy like garrett who does so much so much testing and and development with his programs and all the shocks he has on all types of cars is is really helpful and, and to see to see him come come to the track and help all of his drivers is another thing that that doesn't go unnoticed um so it's i think the shocks are, are becoming a, a huge part of of especially dirt racing and and all of racing these days yep yeah, yeah absolutely well all right thanks a ton for coming on our little show um congrats on the win and best of luck on the rest of your season thank you i appreciate it thanks for having me yep hey toe you know every once in a while i want to go to knoxville or pella and i have troubles finding a place to stay do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay heck i'd try the turn two lodge bud the house right north of the track i think you can probably hear the races you ain't have to leave till the races start walk down if you're in the area whatever visiting anything i'd check out the turn two lodge find it on the airbnb hey it was a great start to the season so yep everybody talked really nice for us got some good information you know we asked we actually asked some kind of technical questions like we knew what we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> That's always funny. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, a couple, so, couple. Yeah, push truck driver and a fan. So that's what we got going. So that's right. Take the knowledge for what we <laughs> offer. But no, I thought all three of them done a nice job. Um, like we said to them all, best of luck on the year. And I can almost guarantee we'll be talking to those guys again. There's a pretty good chance of it at some point in time through the year. You know, so I would say. Yeah. So, so it's just always good to hear. You know how yep. they think things went, and you know. Yep. You Get never the driver's know what they're perspective say. of it. So, yeah. I think it's always good that we give them a little, like, 24 hours. Yeah. Just in case it gets a little heated or something, <laughs> you know. But Give them a moment. Every once in a while, I kind of wish I would do it right at the track. I've thought about that, but it would be, you know, as the other races go yeah, on. Yeah, how are we going to do that? I don't know. I would hear so, his noise. But. All right. Well, till next, next week. week.